Hey, what's up? We're Skating Polly, and you're listening to Sound Sessions. I love it. All right, well, welcome in to Sound Sessions here at WGN Radio. You just got the immense pleasure of seeing an awesome group who's coming through Chicago today. The band Skating Polly. What's going on, guys? Nothing much. Great songs. Oh, thank you. (laughs) That was so good. So we have Kelly, and we have Curtis, and Peyton. Yeah. That's right. Well, how's the tour going and everything? So you just put out the album, the Make It All Show. You kind of took a step away from a little bit of the louder sound to kind of dive into something a little bit more melodic, I feel like, with this new album. Uh, You got the new song that came out, too, um, Playhouse. Yeah. we Actually, it's funny. We were going to do... That with, um, we were gonna do like a co write with this band Starcrawler, and our friends are in it. And uh, we wanted, we like made this big playlist together of just, we didn't wanna write something too like serious or heavy. For one of them, we just wanted to kind of be like, yeah, party, fun times, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, anyway, the, the co write or whatever didn't end up happening. Maybe we'll do it later, but. I'd already kind of started this song, and I was we were listening to like what were we, like Motley Crue and Beastie Boys and like all and that um, Electric Six song Danger I, High Voltage. I saw that in the write up. <laughs> I'm a huge Electric Six fan. So, oh really? So yeah. that was cool. And like, you could tell a little bit more of a grimy kind of guitar in that sound uh, too. So it sounded yeah. great. I just wanted so, to do something, yeah, like kind of light and just like fun with the lyrics. And it was about this like crazy night mm-hmm. me and Curtis and all of our friends had. We were just like being little kids and just like playing dress up and like, yeah, breaking glow sticks. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what was the, what was this night all about? Was it like just a celebration or did it just fluidly happen or was it like a birthday? No, we just wanted to have fun. I love that. <laughs> I wasn't there. I don't like having fun. That's why it was fun, because Peyton was gone. (laughs) That's what they tell me. Oh, Peyton. So, Peyton, you... um now, you bring a lot to the band as well because you got the great vocals and, and harmonies. But what's this? You don't like having fun? You, you no, like... I was kidding. No, I was going <laughs> to say. I was like, this is like a, a different element to this band that I didn't know. It's like everyone's... No. Okay. Having fun is super tight. Yeah. Having yeah. fun is pretty fun, isn't it? It's chill. Yeah. I dig it. <laughs> um, so you're playing Shubas tonight here in Chicago. It's a, it's a pretty famous venue here. Have you played here before? Yeah, yeah. We've played Shubas like twice now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, who was it? It was Emily Wells Emily and then Wells. someone else. No, no, I can't remember the second time I we played Shubas. There was. I don't think we had someone with us. Oh, okay. Yeah, but we've had their world famous mac and cheese mm-hmm. two times now. I'm planning on having it again tonight. It's yeah, really dope and delicious. Um, and you're headlining too, as well, right? Yep. Yeah. So, is this your first time headlining uh, a tour, or you, have you done this before? No, we've we've done a couple headlining tours. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is our first time bringing Monster Watch with us as support, and they're amazing. We're really, really stoked to have yeah. them. They're also from Seattle, so nice. So, do you pick the bands that you're going to tour with, or are they kind of just tag? the support bands generally? Yeah. yeah. And we okay. try to pick the locals and stuff too, but it gets. It gets kind of tricky, like picking, I mean, three weeks where, you know, like 21 different local bands to be like really, really specific about it. We usually get pretty lucky with like the promoters and stuff. We've seen a lot of cool acts this time around. Yep. 
So what kind of inspiration did you want to kind of grasp from when you were writing this new album? Uh, were, you, were you looking at, you know, maybe some movies that you were watching? Were you listening to different types of bands, reading some books that made you... Because it's a big undertaking to put out a full new album. And you guys have been doing it pretty consistently over the, uh, over the last few years. So um, what, was the, what was like the process like for this new one? Um, I mean, yeah, you find inspiration in tons of different things. I mean, I, I find it in like TV shows and like movies and, and even just like ads and like weird random stuff, pe- things people say to you, letters, I don't know, whatever. But, um, a lot of the things I was listening to I, were actually like, I was super into Tom Petty. Mm-hmm. I was super into St. Vincent's rec- record, um, Mass Seduction. I, I really liked the way that she would like um, bring back riffs, and it would kind of kind of felt very, I don't know, very connected. It all had a theme and stuff. And uh, Joni Mitchell's Blue. Ooh. And I was reading um, Girls Like Us, which is about Carol King and Joni Mitchell and Carly Simon. And there's this quote in it from Joni about like how like Blue was like the most vulnerable record she ever did. And I was just kind of like, I want to make our like most vulnerable record. And so every single song is I, insanely personal to us. And I don't know, kind of just, yeah, I think this whole album is kind of about vulnerability. I mean, that's what we call it, the make it all show. Like, <laughs> like you know, pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> so could you expand on that a little bit when you were, di- when you were diving into the album and, and writing it? Um how did you make this more vulnerable? Was it about the lyrics that you were using or was it coming from just a different place, just spiritually? Um, mainly in the lyrics. I kind of like before I would, I would make my lyrics pretty cryptic. And this time I think uh, what I was actually saying was a lot closer to the surface, like the personal message. Um, just was hidden under less, layers of poetry I guess you know like and symbolism I mean I still wrote in characters a lot and stuff but also I don't know just the way I used my voice I think I kind of uh, I think I get more and more comfortable with my voice with every song and record we do and this one I I don't know I just kind of found new areas that can go that felt more vulnerable and intense. <laughs> no, I dig it. So what's the songwriting process like? How do you create a great song? I'm, does it start with you writing the lyrics? Peyton, do you do you uh, pen some of the lyrics as well? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it just depends on the song, I guess. Um, Curtis writes lyrics, yeah, too. Curtis, we all work on pretty much every part of the song together. Usually it starts with just like an idea, like a riff or, or, or a lyric or just a melody, something, and then we... Uh, build it together from there. Every song's different. I mean, yeah, like sometimes one of the songs will have, you know, will end up, one person will end up like writing like the drums and the guitar, you know what I mean? It's like very vivid and then sometimes it's like, I just have this one element. Can you guys fill in the blanks, please? (laughs) Um, Some songs we just jammed on for like 15 minutes and we'd record it and I'd listen back and I'd try to pick out all the my favorite parts. And that's like what Camelot... And Little Girl Blue were like, we just went back and I just picked out all my favorite melodies and tried to string them together in an interesting way. Do you really, um, I'm a songwriter myself. I play music here in the city. Uh, oh, wow. I host an open mic night and it's interesting to see somebody who is trying to get their start. I mean, because being a musician itself is very, is very vulnerable. I mean, you're getting on stage and it, I was speaking to 
this guy named Brandon Jenner, who is an, who's an artist. He's actually Caitlyn Jenner's son, who's an artist out in L.A. And he was talking about there's a time in our lives when being up on stage, the reason that it's so fearful is because I guess there's this, this innate knowledge in our minds when we were, you know, just cavemen, cave women sitting out there and being the center of attention just meant that you were open for attack. Like, because that's what you're doing. You're, when you're getting on stage, you're open for attack. So it's interesting to see these musicians who come on stage and they write love songs, you know, and it's, and it's hard to, to, to piece together and everything. Um, I kind of forget where I'm going with this, but, but I'm trying to say that, that it's, it's cool to hear that you're, you're being vulnerable with your music. Are there ever any times when you're writing a love song and you're like, oof, yeah. that line is a little bit too deep. <sighs> Let's keep that one out uh, or are you are you just at well, the level now you can just go for it Peyton look you look like you, I mean you've been there before I love writing love songs it's just like my favorite thing to write they're like write less love songs I'm like okay <laughs> um, but uh it can, it can be pretty intense sometimes yeah for me I, at least I'm like really 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 closed off um and that that can sometimes conflict with writing a song for everyone to hear that's where like the beautiful songwriting comes from it's always like the sometimes it's like the most closed off artists who write the most beautiful love songs i mean look at rivers cuomo look at uh i mean john lennon well john lennon wasn't really that closed off he was actually quite open but you know what i mean you probably feel it it can be it can get intense for me sometimes what about you yeah i don't know i think like if i can like find a line that's like brutally honest in a way that i'm like oh god like this is just like so close to home, then I'm like way more likely to use it. I'm just always like, I, I'm more scared of like, oh god, is that cliche? <laughs> I get is that cheesy. <laughs> I get embarrassed singing it like for the first time in front of my mom or something. I'm like, I'm gonna yeah. sing this. I'm gonna sing what I wrote, even though it says a lot that I don't want my mom to hear. Yeah, but, but uh, <laughs> I, I like having those lines in there because it, it feels better to just get it out there than to try to hide it behind some like cryptic wording mm -hmm, mm -hmm. no i feel that i feel that you said you wrote in character what kind of characters do you write in i like to write as like really trashy people or really angry people because we're from oklahoma and i don't have much of a southern accent i like to think um <laughs> but uh it does come out like around like my family and stuff and like when i'm angry and i've met a lot of like you know people with southern accents i don't know so have you Sometimes, guys heard this accent? By the way, have yeah, we all, we yeah, all, we all kind of have it, like a twang. Um, it happens. Yeah, we say we say pillow instead of pillow. Stuff. I, I go heel instead of hill, heel, heel. Yeah, little things. Henri. Um, over yonder. Yeah, no, but so I mean, so, I mean, and I write as people who are married, and I write as I. I just think I, I think every song's a little bit different. Little girl blues like a soldier. I mean, I don't know. It's it kind of depends on the song. Camelot's like someone who's like under this like spell of 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 being some jerk fraternity like assholes. Dream about my ex boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's about your ex boyfriend's ideal girl, and she would be a huge. <laughs> she would be a terrible. She's just like not soulless person. Yeah, screw her. Yeah, she is. 
I'm on board with that. But that, I, I love it because your songwriting, it, it really is something different. Like when I went into listening to your albums for the first time, uh, I... I went in with like no preconceived notion. I was just like, this band looks cool. I want to hear what they're all about. And I was just so impressed with the way you tie in that melody with those lyrics. Cause not a lot of, I'm, I don't want to categorize you, but like a lot of punk grungy bands can't really tie in emotion with their lyrics. And uh, you guys do a really good job of that. Thank you. Thanks. Curtis, you didn't talk much about the love songs that you write. And I want to hear some, I want to hear about it. Oh, well, I got a solo country record called Twanging My Little Heart Away coming out. No, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You actually helped quite a bit with the Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm always good for like a little one-liner. I don't know. Um, Curtis helped me piece together lyrics for Free Will at Ease. It was like, like I had a skeleton of lyrics and they came in and just like Curtis was just like boom, boom, boom. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, it's 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 always fun to, I don't know, it's, it's interesting because like we kind of, it feels like we take turns kind of writing one-on-one with each yeah. other. Like, so it's like, it's very rarely are we all three just sitting there focused on like the same thing at the same time. Cause we it's just, that for that, yeah. yeah, for that one, we were definitely just sitting there. It was, it was one of the more yeah, frustrating. Nine sucks. <laughs> uh, so many. It sounds like this. Don't, don't say that. Ugh. Everyone's going to think you're, yeah, no, whatever. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. We can, it's, I don't know. I, th- I think it's cool though to have that kind of like, like you would write like a sketch show or something. You get like the best stuff by just kind of like bouncing ideas off like two or three times. And then you, by the time it gets to like yeah. the force uh-huh. ping pong, you know, it's definitely for me. I, I mean, I'm only comfortable writing with Curtis and Kelly, but the past, the past year or so I've had to become like even more comfortable and like just be open to being honest with what a song is like yeah. truly about and not just some vague meaning behind it. So they can help me get the right lyrics for it. So, I mean, obviously you two are very close, but you seem like a family. Is it a really tight-knit group here? Yeah. Yeah, we all, we're all we all live together. We're all family. We yeah. do, like, everything together. We're... I don't have any other friends. Yeah. <laughs> Except Kelly's, Kelly's boyfriend. <laughs> the only one. I don't have any other friends. I have so Especially many friends. Kelly. I'm always trying to yeah. run away from them. Who has, the, who has the least amount of friends in Skating Polly? Uh, Peyton? Me. Okay. That's yeah. not true. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, wait a minute. We have, we have Thomas in the corner, by the way. He's everyone's friend, I'm sure. Yeah. Does he have one? A good friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's dive back to the way back. Um, when you guys were starting out and playing music for the first time, do you remember that first album that your mom or dad might have put on, or your brother or sister that you thought, "Wow, this is giving me a different feeling. Maybe this is something I could do with my life." I, for me, I don't really like know specifically what. I mean, uh, there were so many. Like, I, I couldn't just pinpoint it on one. And then also, like a lot of these records that made music feel very tangible like my dad and mom were playing since i was born pretty much um but you know like babes in toyland for sure um fontanelle white stripes elephant i was really obsessed with that record i know everybody is but i mean the simplistic drums were pretty like i don't know at that time, it was really rare to see a band so straightforward with their music, with the White Stripes. Yeah. So to hear those kind of songs that eventually became the biggest anthems, stadium anthems you, you'll ever find, <laughs> yeah. was, was totally separated them. So I can yeah. I can feel you on that. Um, for me, it was "O oh Bondage Up Yours" by the X Ray Specs. Like before that, 
I'd always like thought it'd be cool to be in a band. That's what I want to do, but it's obviously not going to happen. And then Kelly's dad put that on one day, and I was just like, "What is this? Play it again." And I just like made them repeat it over and over. And then I like had it as my phone alarm in the mornings after that, and my little brother would wake up crying <laughs> because of it. That's awesome. So it's that that's the song that that did it for me. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Curtis? Oh man, I don't know something. I feel like Beastie Boys at a young age were always like, oh my gosh, this is the kind of like just unfiltered fun, you know, kind of like taking your biggest influences, reshaping them and remolding them into something that you can like relate to and make your own. I don't like all their videos. Yeah. Like I, I had the Michael Jackson videos to tape, even though that's like not cool anymore <laughs> oh yeah that's right yeah that it's guy again yeah, yeah but uh and just leave michael alone yeah i don't know it's it's crazy what's going on in in the world of music at, at the moment but yeah i, I know what you're saying everyone kind of nevertheless yeah. everyone grew up with michael jackson yeah so like his music videos beastie boys beastie boys eminem nirvana, nirvana. And, uh, yeah, those, like, just having those on DVD as a kid was just, like, some of the coolest stuff ever. One time I, I watch that all the time. Yeah, one time I invited a kid over to come watch Beastie Boys <laughs> videos, and I showed him Intergalactic, where, like, you know, the monsters are fighting or whatever. And the kid ran down the street back home and cried. He was crying. <laughs> this really happened? Yeah, I was, like, I was, like, probably six or something, and he was probably five or four. And, like, you know, we both liked Star Wars. We both liked a bunch of, like, stuff. But he came from, like, a really, really religious house. And I think he kind of... I I, may, I didn't know the, like, gaps between, like... Because I, I kind of grew up watching, like, you know, Star Wars and then, like, Terminator. And then, like, there was no, like, line between that that kind of, like, fiction vi- fictional violence, which is, like, everywhere. So I was like, all right, cool. So I invite this kid over. We watched... Yeah, it, it might have been the... It was either intergalactic, I think it was intergalactic and body moving, like okay. together, because okay. body moving, I think somebody's head gets chopped off. <laughs> and it's just like this, you know, the dude's like, at the six. sound of blood. Yeah, at six. I was just like, this is the funniest thing ever. And that kid's like, oh my God, mom, just bolted out the door. So, yeah, that was, that was fun. I, yeah, that was, but that was the kind of stuff that like I really liked as a kid. I don't know. Oh and my gosh. It just seemed like something, you know, and we would, you know, we, we made a zombie movie whenever we were little kids. So, was just a bunch of yeah like music that we wanted to like base it was basically a really weird kind of like Edgar Wright Quentin Tarantino zombie movie for, for, made by like 9 year olds you know so <laughs> whoa it was really does cool. it still exist it's on Young youtube marble giants and scratch oh, yeah. acid and the soundtrack it's up. called messy cooking yeah messy cooking <laughs> messy cooking yeah it's yes. hard to find now cuz there's a uh, lot the user of- is botorious botorious yeah like notorious so we can really find this video yeah. that's what you're saying yeah, yeah. We tweeted about it before yeah, wow that's so funny Oh, that's so cool. Oh, so, uh, you know, before I forget, uh, speaking of tweets and everything, I saw that you're going to have a celebrity at your show. The uh, John Chicago Cusack, native John Cusack our, um, is going to be there. tradition for Chicago is to have, uh, well, he's always promised, but he never, he never yeah. ends up making it. I don't, I don't know what it is. He's, he's always so flaky and everything. Um, we always practice. Yeah, like he's re- he's he shows, really good at tambo. Practice. He's really great at it. Like blows he, off the shows. Huh? Yeah. Weird. I don't know what happened. Last time he was like, he tweeted about. It. He was like, what? And like he, he I think he forgot about he's it. He's like, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like don't you don't remember? 
I think he gets really nervous. Yeah. I think we need to. I think Chicago really needs to show up tonight and let John Cusack know that yeah. he's loved. Everyone tweet at him, Instagram him. He's an excellent tambourine player. Yeah. Instagram him. Let him know to come to the show tonight at Shubas. He's like really. He's like a tambourine prodigy, and he just doesn't realize it. Wow. Um, <laughs> you know, I've lived in Chicago most of my life. I didn't even know this about John. Yeah. yeah. I call him Mr. Cusack. I guess we could say. Yeah, well, everyone who's watching right now, make sure you tweet out. <laughs> John Cusack. I think it's at John Cusack. Yes, it is. Tell him to get his butt to the show. <laughs> Man. We're counting on him for tambourine tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Does he do it the entire set? Or is yeah. One? Wow. He, he, the set really rides on that tambo. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Because check them out at at Skating Polly, too. You can find that photo of him. And what, what show was that at? Is that just like a random Chicago show that he showed up to? Oh uh, no, he hasn't showed up yet. Oh no! Oh, that was through keep... practice. That was That's from practice. practice. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, no. <laughs> he's like that though. You know, he, yeah, he has that reputation around here. He's he's pretty uh, evasive. Cubs fan. He's yeah. He's a Cubs, Cubs fan. fan. Oh, I don't know a lot about baseball, but I know I don't. I like the White Sox. Mm-hmm. Is that bad to say? No, that's actually we're the home of the White Sox here at WGN. Yeah. Yeah. Tight. So that's perfect. Cool. Represent. But he is a Cubs fan. Though. I only, yeah, I know. <laughs> the only thing that I don't like about him. <laughs> well, guys, uh, this is again Skating Polly. They're playing tonight at Shuba's. Uh, before I let you guys go, can we do a quick round of the Sound Sessions questions? Yes. Okay, cool. I need to know what is your go to karaoke song? Keep on Loving You by Ario Speedwagon. Ooh, uh, I have a lot. <laughs> um, we have by time. Uh, Amarillo by Morning, George Strait. Yeah, okay. I'll do that. I mean, I really like just doing uh, Frick, what's the Madonna one that everyone does? Uh, like, Express Like yourself. a prayer. Oh, like, um. <laughs> I love better. doing it. It makes me think of my mom. <laughs> <laughs> what's the first website you check in the morning? Keep Is it clean. Is Instagram a website? Yeah. Instagram. Politico. <laughs> what? Heard us deep. Than I, am. I think I always check Instagram, too. Instagram. Unfortunately. Instagram. <laughs> what weird talents do any of you have? I can give people tattoos. Yeah, I got my t- you me a tattoo. Really? Yeah, I've done most of my own. Oh my gosh, so we got uh, a can? Yeah. That's my dog. A dog? I also did one right here, 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 and right on my waist. Oh, that's all. and you have the tattoos on the knees, but you didn't I do didn't those. I didn't do so those, those would be the easiest, I feel like that would be the easiest one too. Mm, those lines are thick. I, I can do knee. one line. If I came to a skating poly show yes. down the road, would you give me a tattoo? I have all the supplies, yes. No way. Come to Shuba's tonight. That's the next video shoot. Come to Shuba's tonight and I'll tattoo John Cusack playing tambourine <laughs> on your left bicep. Anyone. Wow. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's a pretty sweet offer. Hear that, John? You still have to pay to get in. I'm not going to put you on the guest list to get a tattoo. <laughs> Yo, no. You got to pay if you're going to get a tattoo. Yeah, come on. Give me a break. And you got to buy some merch from Thomas. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, I make hot sauce. Mix out? I don't. Yeah, I think that that that's yeah. I have a couple. I can kind of like clap with one hand. I don't know. It's not a snap. It's not a snap. I'm not doing the snap. (laughs) That's what. That's That's incredible. I'm pretty impressed (laughs) with it. Incredible, is it? So yeah, but I'd say hot sauce first. Hot sauce. Okay. What about you, Kelly? Um, I uh, shoot. I can do this thing sometimes whenever I'm really sleepy. <laughs> what? Where I, I don't think I can do it enough. When you're sleeping? Where I can uh, hit two notes at once. Do it. Whenever do it I can't right now. Try. 
<laughs> but it's only in a really annoying voice. I can't do it. Right now. I can't. The pressure. We can too get high. you some tea. And and I can um do South Park impressions. Do it. Oh come no, on. No, I can't do that either. Yeah, no, we need the pressure's it. too high. All of these. I, no one's gonna believe you. Well, that's okay. I'm I'm okay with that. But I can't. I can't. Yeah. We got to get at least one now. Now I'm like on the edge of my seat. It's like that, but I hit two notes. It's really impressive. (laughs) Wow. Maybe tonight at the show. I'll do it at the show. Okay. uh, Over over Cusack's tambo. (laughs) Over his his solo, his tambourine solo. He's going to be pissed if you do that. (laughs) Ruin his solo with your two note trick. (laughs) What's the most, who is the most fascinating person you've ever met? It could be on the road be in your life i know there's one that popped into each of your heads like no right way. when i said that i'd say brad is up there for me brad wood chicago Jesus, native best stories best of all story. time yeah. wow best stories yeah one i'm of gonna most... steal that brad yeah. i said it first brad, bradley wood this guy sounds pretty cool he's tight what's it what's he just best, sto- he best produced, stories? he produced he produced from chicago record. he produced les fair's exile in guyville and whip smart mm-hmm. uh red red meat veruca salt Wow, yeah. you know, I we we don't have enough time to dive into the production of the album. I but I it was so good. I love the levels that you guys use with that. I mean, the vocals and everything works so well for uh, a band that you can go many directions with Skating Poly sound, and you guys hit it right on the nose, which is very awesome to see. Thank you. All right, last question. Um, there's a lot of people who are sitting in their basements, uh, young guys and girls who want to do the same thing that you're doing. Uh, what advice can you give them to kind of get where you're at today? I mean, I would just say be yourself and, and res- like respect other people, like respect people in your scene. Don't don't expect things. Just enjoy what you're doing yeah. and spend as much time doing it as you can. Get good at it. And and yeah, I think really the key with with making art is being happy with your art and not like getting super frustrated, like worrying about people paying attention. It takes a lot of hard work. It doesn't. It's not just lucky. Like, if if you don't work at it, it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're rich. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Easy way. Paris Hilton had a number one uh, single for for a little bit. Curtis, what about you? What do you, What are your thoughts on that? I just yeah, like <clears throat> kind of an like tacking on to that, like just make stuff that you would like to listen to you know and whatever that is if like all you like is like paris hilton and fallout boy or whatever you know just like do it yeah just do that do your version of that you don't don't wait to be paris hilton and then decide to like make it you know make your stuff just make your stuff and you know throw it on the internet and see what happens and you know i think that's like the coolest thing it's pretty like pretty wide open for anybody who wants to come in and be the next big thing Hopefully. I love it. Skating Polly. Check them out tonight at Shuba's. An excellent venue, an excellent band. Check out their album and see them on the road, too. I see you guys have a lot of dates coming up here. So check out their website. Where can we find you guys? Oh, like our dates? Yeah. Skatingpolly.com. Skatingpolly.com. Instagram, at Skating Polly. Yeah, Twitter, Skating Polly. Facebook is Skating Polly. I think that's it. We have an email We have a TikTok. I hate it. Yeah, that you know. Tic- <laughs> What's TikTok? It's kind of like Vine, I think. It's, children yeah, it's, use it. All of our children fans tell yeah. me about TikTok. <laughs> Do you ever see this TikTok? Like, no. No. <laughs> Can't say I have. Thomas, you got any questions before we go? She, shout out Thomas. <laughs> Shouts out to shout Thomas. Out Thomas. All right, guys. Thanks again. Have a great show tonight. Thanks. Thank you. They're all. 
Incorporated So You don't Get investigated I'm not Abbreviated Or deflated I'm trying To be appreciated You know what I know So don't lie You know what I know You know what I know So don't hide all your sinners Run them like a winner Like a creep
He tells me, tells me what to say and calls it my day. I know what to say. He tells me, tells me anyway. He tells me what to say and calls it my way. Oh, it's every day, every night, Can't get enough of Sound Sessions? Like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter at Sound Sesh Pod, and check us out on Instagram at Sound Sessions WGN.